This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com slash NPR. Today on State of the World, Hamas's rising popularity. Thanks for listening to State of the World from NPR. We bring you the day's most vital international stories up close where they're happening. It's Thursday, December 14th. I'm Greg Dixon. The goal of Israel's ongoing war in Gaza is to eliminate Hamas as a military threat. But two months after their deadly October 7th attack on Israel, the popularity of Hamas appears to be rising among Palestinians in the West Bank. Tired of decades of Israeli military control and lost hopes of statehood, even some moderate Palestinians say they view Hamas's attack as a legitimate act of defiance. And they don't believe the evidence of Hamas's atrocities. And Pierre's Brian Mann went to the West Bank to learn more. The first day I arrive in Ramallah, there are marches and protests across the city, with many protesters identifying themselves as supporters of the Qassam Brigades. That's Hamas's military wing. It is just... Uh, a sea of flags, many of them the green flags of Hamas, people chanting here, praising Hamas. It's important to say there is overwhelming evidence Hamas fighters killed Israeli civilians, women and children in the October 7 attack that Israel says left 1,200 people dead. Video recorded by Hamas fighters shows attacks against civilians. But here in the West Bank, Palestinians see October 7th very differently as a legitimate act of resistance and defiance of Israel's occupation. Nihad Abugash is a journalist and political analyst in Ramallah who describes himself as a secular moderate. Hamas made the most important action against Israel since its existence. It made something like a miracle. Of course, we don't believe all the lies. This argument, this conspiracy theory, is embraced even by many educated Palestinians with strong connections to the West. Shopkeepers, government workers, farmers and students, they tell me again and again Hamas's attack on Israel was a military strike by devout Muslims against Israeli police and soldiers. They say Hamas fighters would never rape women or murder children. Fadi Quran is a Palestinian activist in the West Bank with a progressive group called Avaz, who's not a Hamas supporter. He says he's personally troubled by accounts of attacks on civilians. The Palestinians do not support the harming of innocents. But Quran says after decades of mistrust, many Palestinians simply don't believe Israeli and Western accounts of what happened. So from the first day, there was a question on Palestinians' mind is, is this all true? What people are left with, Quran says, what many Palestinians have embraced, is the image of Hamas as a symbol of strength. This idea that Gaza, after 17 years of blockade, was capable of like challenging the blockade, challenging the military occupation, was seen as an inspiring act of resistance. There's another reason Hamas's brand has soared in the West Bank. After October 7, Israel agreed to release a couple hundred Palestinian prisoners in exchange for Israeli hostages taken by Hamas. It's dusk in Ramallah when I arrive at the hilltop home of Hanan Barghouti. Barghouti was arrested by Israel for Hamas-related activity and released during the hostage-for-prisoner exchange. Of course, no 
Barghouti says she believes if it weren't for pressure exerted on Israel by Hamas, she would never have come home. Barghouti says the rise of support for Hamas in the West Bank is heartening, a sign, she says, the organization is moving in the right direction. She tells me Hamas has gained popularity not only here but internationally. I asked Barghouti if it's possible for some kind of peace between Palestinians and Israelis, and she shakes her head, no. And many people here agree. They tell me the time for negotiation and coexistence with Israel has ended. Nihad Abugash, the journalist, says the less confrontational Palestinian Authority, the official government here in the West Bank, has seen its popular support crumble in part because of what he describes as collaboration with Israeli security officials. The bad performance of the authority here, this gives power to Hamas. After October 7, Israeli officials say the only way their country can be safe is to eliminate Hamas, and that requires the ongoing offensive in Gaza. But for Palestinians here, the focus now is on the humanitarian crisis caused by the war. Thousands of people in Gaza have been killed, including many women and children. The nonstop violence is really radicalizing all Palestinian society. Activist Fadi Karan, who himself advocates nonviolence, says the war is making it harder for Palestinians to talk about coexistence. Honestly, basically, that people do not feel safe around anyone that even professes support for Israel. You know, the truth is, we as Palestinians now see anyone that says, I stand with Israel, as someone calling for the genocide of our people and the slaughter of our children. As the war grinds on, people I talk to here say this is the political and cultural space Hamas is filling for many Palestinians. Brian Mann, NPR News, Ramallah. That's the State of the World from NPR. For more coverage of this conflict, go to npr.org slash updates. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon. Last year, over 20,000 people joined the Body Electric study to change their sedentary, screen-filled lives. And guess what? We saw amazing effects. Now you can try NPR's Body Electric Challenge yourself. Listen to updated and new episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Charles Schwab with its original podcast on investing. Each week, you'll get thoughtful, in-depth analysis of both the stock and the bond markets. Listen today and subscribe at schwab.com slash oninvesting or wherever you get your podcasts.